Hi, everybody. I'm Leslie Allen, and you are listening to Brothers on Tennis. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Isaac. And this is your boy, Bryce. And we are Brothers on Tennis. And folks, if you couldn't tell, it's going to be a hype one tonight. <laughs> boy, oh boy. <laughs> Bryce got energy or whatever you want to call that after coming off the tennis courts. I got a whole bunch of energy, but we're not going to go into what kind of energy that is. <laughs> right, now we're going to leave that alone. <laughs> but we're going to have some fun here tonight. Brother Bryce, how you doing this evening, bro? I am good. I am good. I was just telling the folks, you know, being out there on those courts, that just reminds me that I got this quarantine 15 on me. <laughs> and uh, it's just. Uh, have to work it off, bro. Played at one o'clock during the day. So the sun was bright and hot. Ooh. And it was Ooh. testing my lungs and, you know, <laughs> made me feel like I had a lazy foot. And it was just. Yeah. Ooh, that's not good, bro. That's no, not no. good. So I got to yeah. I got to cut down on the cupcakes and increase the cardio. <laughs> But yeah, but didn't you say you went to the bakery before you went to the court? Though? I did go to the bakery, so I <laughs> I, I did because I, I I had I had to drop off a, a bagel and a whole biscuit uh, right. there at the tennis court. But <laughs> right. there you go, there you go. Well, I guess That's I should reverse it. About. It was a whole biscuit then a bagel. Wow, but okay. that nice, did not, that did not stop me from feeling it in my chest. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, you keep having those types of days, bro. You, you'll get that quarantine 15 off pretty, pretty quick, I would say. <laughs> so real I, quick, I just want to go ahead I'll and go make ahead. sure that for our podcast listeners, y'all know that we're recording this on Locker Room. Locker Room, of course, is live out of your social network for sports fans. If you got an Apple or Apple product, go into the App Store, find Locker Room, download it, come join me and Bryce. We're always doing our thing here every week talking about the game of tennis. Um, so, you know, come join us. Android folks still working on it, but we're going to get you. So <laughs> right. We're going to get you. So be patient <laughs> with us. Um, and hopefully we'll get you on this locker room app soon as well. But again, if you got an Apple product, go on ahead, download locker room and come join us for some interactive fun. Because like I said, we're going to have some fun tonight, bro. We definitely are. And, <laughs> and, and the thing that I wanted to start tonight off with before we get to the professional tennis is we wanted to acknowledge uh, a high school team in, in Mississippi and yes. sh shout out to coach Chaz Ladner and the, uh, the high school team there in Macomb, Mississippi. Um, he has seven players there and, and he sent some pictures on Instagram, go try Instagram page and you can see we did a post of some of the players playing, and it was just really nice seeing some young black players out there playing. But anyway, the news is that they are regional champs for this year and have qualified for the 2021 Mississippi High School AA State Championships. Man. So we just wanted to shout out to them. Good luck. Good work. Glad to hear it and do us all proud. That's right, man. Congratulations, fellas. Do what you got to do and, uh, yeah, enjoy what you're doing. Make sure that you're enjoying yourselves at the high school level. Be competitive, but make sure you're being good sports people. And, uh, yeah, yeah, just congratulations. That is so awesome, man. Yeah, yeah, so shout out to them. Please go check out our Instagram site to check out the pictures. And uh, if you can send their coach um, a message of support or whatever, I'm sure he'd really appreciate that. Exactly. Now, on to the madness 
that we call professional tennis. Right? Come on now. <laughs> Come on now. So, listeners, we're going to switch things up a little bit tonight versus how we normally do it. So, normally we talk about, you know, the results from last week, and then we give you kind of our thoughts about the tournaments coming up this week. There was so much mess last week to talk about <laughs> that we're going to start off talking about our projections for next week so we can make sure we get those in. And go. then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about what happened last week. So yes, we have two tournaments going on on both the men's and the women's side um, this week. And, and we'll go ahead, Isaac, and start with the women. And, and we'll start with the buster of the two tournaments. Yeah. There's a WTA 500 tournament this week in Stuttgart, and there is a 250 tournament in Istanbul. Now, like Isaac always says, we typically don't spend a whole lot of time talking about the 250s. Um, in this tournament, Isaac, we have Mertens as the top seed, which right. means she probably won't win. And, <laughs> exactly. And and I, I don't know about you, but I got my eye on Kudermatova again. Boy, you better stay out my brain because that's exactly <laughs> what I was about to say. Watch out. To me, it's going to be a Kudermatova Kazakina final. Okay, I can see that. I'm calling it, man. I can I can see that. I can see that. So anyway, we wanted to acknowledge that that tournament is happening. There you but go. The better of the two tournaments this week, the 500 one, is in Stuttgart, Germany. It is the Porsche Tennis Grand Prix. And the top eight seeds we have here are Barty, Halep, which we haven't seen Halep in a minute, mm -hmm. uh, Kennan, Svitolina, Sabalenka, Pliskova, the good one, mm. uh, Kvitova, <laughs> and Bencic. So, Isaac... <laughs> Are you sure it's a good push? Like, I don't know. The they, both, they both they both kind of bad right now. They busted right now, man. <laughs> I'm already predicting Ostapenka to get that upset on her because she yep. ain't been getting no results, bruh. Come I'm on now. Trying to tell you, man. It's it's hard to be on somebody, you know, bandwagon if if they just keep keep the L's coming. And until she can win some, I I can't vote for her. So no, I'm I'm pricking the upset right there. All I know is Sasha joined her camp, and it seems like she's been worse <laughs> since he joined the camp. You know, what's Sasha be doing to say, these women? I wasn't gonna say nothing, right? But I'm telling you what, don't think I didn't notice that. I was like, listen, Sasha. Now, you know, we we were salty with Naomi initially because she dropped you, but maybe there might have been something to that. Maybe, right? Right. I'm just saying. Right. So you right. need to prove yourself, sir. You need to prove yourself. All I'm uh, saying. And I like the fact that David said, especially if Pagula's in the draw. Right. Anytime. Right. <laughs> so fortunately for her, Pagula decided not to go to Stuttgart. <laughs> so uh, she's breathing a little easy, easier right now. But but I think, you know, this is this to me is a draw that is filled with a bunch. There's a bunch of names that we recognize, right? Right, right. But to me, the only one that's really playing well right now is Barty. Yeah, yeah. All the, all the rest of these are names that we know that we we kind of hope and expect to win, but they end up losing one way or the other. Right. Um, you know, uh, what, what do you think? Well, it, it's kind of a mixed bag, Bryce. I hear what you're saying, and I do agree. I think the Halep coming out of the box, you know, is going to be interesting to see what she's going to bring to the table. Does she need time to kind of warm up into her game or is she going to come out wrecking shop? 
never know with Halep. Uh, that's, it's going to be an interesting one. And the fact that she's playing on clay, which she loves the surface, um, you, could, you can never kind of count her out. Um, you know, with other ladies, I think you're right. I think they've had a little bit of up and down. Again, I still feel like Sabalenka has had a better year than mm-hmm. bad. Right, so, I agree. So I think she's still riding a little bit of confidence. But again, she's getting on clay now. So I don't know how her game is going to look on clay. So that's going to be even interesting to see. But yeah, you're right. I mean, some of the other ladies have just kind of taken some L's. And so you just don't even know where their spirit's at. Well, I'm really intrigued by the first round matchup of Jen Brady and Kvitova. Right. That's a good one. And I would tell Kvitova to watch out because we know Jen Brady has a pattern, right? Right. So, (laughs) you know, she wins a tournament or she makes it to the finals and then she loses in the first round. And then she does well and she loses the first round. And I think she took an L pretty early in the last tournament she played. Right. So Petra, you know, better keep a good eye on her because uh, this may be the tournament that, you know, she does pretty well. But she's going to have a tough road because she has Kvitova. <laughs> right. And she has Sakari. And then yeah. potentially Svitolina. And that's before you <clears throat> can potentially get into Barty. Exactly. And Sakari is, is handing out whole biscuits. So I'm, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm, I'm not giving Jennifer Brady much chance. I mean, I, like I said, I feel like she, like you said, she has her good and bad, but to have to face Petra and then to face uh, face Sakari, uh, and like I said, Sakari, like I said, she she told Andrea Pekovic, "Go on, girl, ain't anybody got time for you." <laughs> um, you know, so I it's, it's gonna be it's hard for me to see her coming out of those two matches. She might get through Petra, but I don't know if I see her getting through Sakari. Okay, so before we get off of this tournament, Isaac, who are you seeing in the semifinals? Yeah, so of course I do see Barty coming out uh, on uh, up top, and mm-hmm. uh, who I think she is going to face. You know, I, I got to ride the what I consider to be the hot hand, and that's Sakari. Um, mm-hmm. I think Sakari will will face her in the semis. Um, I think the bottom half, I'm going to go with a Sabalenka. Uh, um, well, you know what. That dang Sophia Kennan. But you know what? I voted for Kennan last time and no. she lost. I ain't vote for her no more. No, Kennan so, ain't beat yeah. nobody. No, no. She ain't no. So I'm going to go with Sabalenka against Halep. How about let you, you Let me tell you what. Okay, so first of all, I I match you on, on all your predictions, right? Oh, okay. So yeah. I'm good with that. But speaking back to Sophia Kennan, she better keep her good eye on Contevaet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you know, that's very true. Quietly, if she, if she out there thinking about Sabalenka, she she better not overlook Contevea. Yeah, because Contevea got a great game, especially on clay. Yeah, so she right. was one of them early birds out there after the uh, after the uh, you know after the pandemic kind of opened up a little bit. She she was out there playing a bit, and she does have a good game on clay. So you're right, bro. Yeah. So, well, great. Okay, so that's how we're looking for well well do you want to write it out so if if those are in the semis who do you think is going to make it to the finals i'm thinking it's going to be the one and two to be honest with you i'm gonna I'm a call for a barty uh Halep final and i'm 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 kind of struggling but i think i'm gonna call Halep. so you think Halep gonna step back in this first tournament and run the table i do actually I, I, I don't know why, but I just feel like she's she's going to be like, look, 
Y'all ain't seen me for a minute. I need to make sure y'all know my face and know what I'm all about. And I'm about to do this real quick. So I'm throwing it out there. What about you? Uh, that's where I'm going to differ with you. I think in the finals, I'm going to take Barty. I just think she's more in match form right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and don't get me wrong. I mean, I I won't be like super surprised if Howard would win. Right? <laughs> uh, I think it's going to it's it's very close one way or the other. But I I'm, I'm going to go ahead and and try to give my good vibes to Barty. I like that because again, it's it's we need to differ a little bit because you and I think way too much alike. Ooh, too anyway. much alike. Right? <laughs> so let's 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 talk about the men's side now. And yeah. once again, we have um, uh, a, a five hundred level mm-hmm. tournament in Spain, which we'll call Nadal's tournament. <laughs> Pretty and much. And then, of course, the low budget one would be Djokovic's tournament, and. <laughs> In uh, Serbia, in, in Serbia, in Belgrade, which is the two fifty one. Right. So let's let's start off with uh, uh, Novak's, and yeah. the, the top seeds in this tournament are Novak, of course, mm-hmm. Berrettini, yep, our guy Karatsev with the number three seed. Yeah, how about that, right? Yeah, come oh, on oh, now, Overlovich, who has Overlovich. the number four seed. Yeah, uh, Krajanovic has is number five. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fushkovich was number six, but he tapped out before the tournament started. Right. Um, Milman is seven, and Kechmanovich mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. number eight. Absolutely. So, looking at this draw, what are you thinking? Well, I mean, honestly, you know that Novak is going to be trying to get 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 some revenge uh, mm-hmm. for his shocking loss uh, this past week, which we will be talking about. Um, so I, I, I really feel like he by far is the, the favorite, uh, to, to take this entire tournament. Plus it's in his home country. You know, he, he ain't going to be trying to let nobody outshadow him at home. And, and besides, you know, I believe they'll likely have some fans in the stands. I I haven't heard officially, but yeah. if there are fans in the stands, you know, Djokovic is going to have you know Djokovic don't have fans in the stands. <laughs> exactly right. He don't. He now. don't care what stage. The, he don't care what stage the pandemic is. We 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 gonna have some fans in the stands. He don't care. I'm sorry. That is a very true statement. Don't be sorry because it's the truth. Speak the truth, shame the devil. And, uh, <laughs> yes, sir. So yeah, I think that he will get crowd support. He'll get the love that he always seems to be wanting. Uh, he will mm-hmm. definitely get that there. I don't think anybody else on the on the docket will be able to get as much love as him. So that will carry him to this title. What are you thinking, bro? I, I, I mean, how can you go against Djokovic at home and the tournament is low budget? Right. Um, so, I, you know, of course, I am hoping, I am hoping, hoping, hoping that he meets Karasov in the semifinals and Karasov shows him what time it is. Right. But I know that's only a wish. Uh, I, I look. <laughs> I need Karasev to get revenge on Sebastian Corda. Oh, Sebastian Corda, I was about to say, right? In the next round. So that, <laughs> that's what I need to see. Um, you didn't say who – I don't think you said who you thought Djokovic would meet in the finals. Um, you know, I – you know, my gut wanted to go with the number two seed, Berrettini, but Mm-mm. he just didn't look great to me last week. Right. Um, and so <laughs> when I looked – at the people that are left, 
Um, and Larovich has been disappointing kind of all year. I might would have to go with Krajanovic. God dang it, man. Stay out my brain. <laughs> That's who I picked. Okay. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I, 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 I could not have said it any better than what was formulating in my head because Berrettini, again, I don't think he's been on form. And I, do, I honestly just don't see any of those other guys being able to outperform Krajanovic in Serbia. Again, right. he's Serbian, as is Lajovic. Like, as is Lajovic, right. Yeah, but I still feel like Krajanovic will be able to get the edge. I'm hoping that they those two actually meet in the semis. That, to me, would be a really nice semis. That would be great. Look, if I can get a Djokovic, Karatsev, Lajovic, Krajanovic semi, mm -hmm. the tournament might not feel so low budget to me. It might not. Exactly. That to me is pretty nice quality right there. So. Right, right. Yeah. I'm with you, bro. Okay, so let's go to the real deal over in Barcelona, Spain, yes. where we have uh, Rafael Nadal as mm -hmm. the top seed, of course, uh, followed by Paz, Rublev, Schwartzman, RBA, Karina Busta, Shapovalov, mm -hmm. and Gofan. Right. Uh, this is a very solid tournament, and we and let me be clear about something. I just named the top eight seeds. If you've been paying attention to who has been playing well, though, also in the tournament, we have Davidovich Fokina. Yep. We also have Musetti. Yep. We have Balas. Well, no, we don't have Balas. Shardy showed him what time it was today. <laughs> All right. Uh, you have Yannick Center. Yep. Um, and, uh, well, you know, you got the, the young guy, Karasev and Tiafo and my guy, Kepfer. And, I mean, uh, there are some really good – I mean, yeah. Nishikori is still on his groove. Garin right. is still on his groove. This is, this is a very, very good tournament. And Absolutely. I'm very interested, Isaac, in hearing what you think about this one. Yeah, I mean, honestly, for me, Bryce, I, I, I shoot immediately to the bottom half of the draw because those mm -hmm. were a lot of the names that I feel will have some really good matchups. You know, RBA, of course, is down in there. Uh, you've got, you know, all the Canadians, both Shapovalov and FAA are down there. Sisipas coming off of, you know, he's he's just a hot streak right now. Of course, our boy center is up in there. So they've got a lot of good names in that bottom half that could really make for some intriguing uh, matchups. So and yeah, I'm just so interested to see what's going to happen um, on that bottom half. Now, why I'm not mentioning the top half is because, simply put, <laughs> Rafael Nadal has gone shopping. He went and got some flour. He got some baking soda. He got all the ingredients to what make bread. Because he is going to be handing out bread. You better yes. hear me, people. He is going to be handing out lots and lots of You will be like, that's the bread man right there. Ain't it? Like, mm -hmm. yeah. Mama, there go that man. There go that man. He offering up that sourdough. I don't know what it's about, but it's so tasty. <laughs> Listen, yeah. son. Yeah, Nadal is definitely got something to prove after what I consider to be one of the worst matches that he has ever played on clay that I have right. at least been able to see. I mean, you you can't tell me when you have ever seen Rafael Nadal confounded on clay. Right. And and honestly, this week he, he mad about it. 
he salted <laughs> and again he went and got them ingredients so right. for me it's it's Nadal's going to do some damage so don't nobody want to be be in that top half I'm telling you and, and, when, and what do you think bro I didn't talk and, a lot what do you think no no and when you look at the top half there really isn't anybody who can really threaten him exactly. I, I'm, I'm I'm telling you the only person who I'm gonna put out there and, and believe me I don't think that this is gonna happen mm-hmm. but if he ha- if he just if he's on his A game, mm-hmm. I'm telling you that that Daniel Evans right now, he's playing some inspired tennis. You got to give it to him, and he plays the type of ball. I mean, he's not going to be out like if you look at everybody else in the top half, they're basically going to be baseliners, and they're going to be trying to stroke with Nadal, and they're going to lose that battle all day long. Mm-hmm. Daniel Evans is the one that's in that mix that would try to switch things up. And do things a little differently. Right. Once again, let me be very clear. I don't. Ex- I'm not calling an upset here. But <laughs> right. I, but I'm gonna say, if there were to be one, to me, he has the ability. And then the one other person I would ask in the top half, because you just never know, is that Dagon Fonini. And, <laughs> and always. And, and Fonini has beaten Nadal on clay like what three times? I believe so. Either two or three times. Yep. Yeah. So I mean. You know, he will always go in with with the confidence that he can do it. Right, because he's done it before. Exactly. Right. Once again, do I think he's going to do it? No. But uh, I expect to see Nadal in the finals. Mm -hmm. Now, in the bottom half. Heavy. Stacked. Yes. Valencia put it stacked. Yes. You know, that little section right there that's got RBA, center, and Rublev. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, I kind of, okay, so you guys, I, I don't know, you know, center RBA is going to be interesting. Um, I, I kind of feel like RBA is going to be trying to get back to play Rublev. Right. Again, and, 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 and rematch there and try to take that, especially with them being in Spain. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go out on a limb and call RBA in the semis out of that. Oh wow! Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm gonna go out on the limb a little bit. All that, right, that limb may break, but um, <laughs> I'm gonna go out on it. And then at the bottom, I'm gonna tell you what I think, and we're gonna talk more about this later. But I mm-hmm. think that win that Cece Paz had mm-hmm. is going to fuel him. Uh, now, granted, you know he he he's got dangerous people in the section. I mean, Shapovalov, FAA. You know, Chardy, you got to put Chardy's name in there. Yeah. Um, but, but you only have to play one of them, though. Right. And I, I don't I don't think I think at the end of the day, he wins all of those. So right. um, I would love to see. Cece Paz, Nadal in the finals, especially after what happened at the Australian Open. Right. Right. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. That's the final I'm calling, bro. I'm telling you that that's the final I'm calling for a lot of the reasons that you mentioned. I think CeCe Paz is riding a very mega high right now. Um, The fact that he got his name put on the crown or on the trophy and his mama name was on the trophy and all that good stuff. So he's riding, he's riding some serious confidence. And I agree with you. I don't think Shpavlov, FAA or any of them are going to have anything for him. I'm actually though predicting that it's going to be a repeat of the final. I I think Rublev is still riding a good high. 
Okay. And I think that he's going to make the semi. I'm I'm calling him over RBA. Um, okay. But I th- I think it'll be uh, those two on the bottom, and at the top, I'm 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 calling uh, Nadal. I, it really doesn't matter who he plays in <laughs> in right. the semis, to be honest with you. Um, weirdly enough, I don't know why I'm thinking this, but I have a feeling it might be uh, Karina Booster. I and and, and and I can see that. I can I, see yeah, that. Yeah, I'm not quite sure why maybe i'm going back to that whole quote when he said he was the second best clay quarter out there which is still absolutely hilarious in my mind um <laughs> you gotta believe in yourself i gotta believe in yourself so maybe that's why i'm I'm voting for him because i'm i'm gonna give him a chance but he's he's still gonna get drove and taken to the bread store uh by right. the doll anyway so it really doesn't matter but that's what i'm predicting bro all right. And before we get off of this tournament, I just want to give a shout out to my boy Sanga, who took the L today to Gerasimov. Um, and but I just want to say I watched the match. I got up early this morning and I watched mm-hmm. the match mm-hmm. and I still liked what I saw from Sanga. And you can just tell he's still coming back. Right. Um, you know, he's still he's not quite there yet, but, you know, he was looking pretty good. So, um let the comeback continue. Uh, glad that he's back from that injury we saw him ha- have with his arm. So, absolutely. Um, now, before we go to the tournaments from last week, want to make an announcement. Um, next week, we probably will not be recording on Monday like we we typically do. Uh, we're going to take Monday off. We got some other things going on, but 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 place on Sunday night at six o'clock PM Pacific time. And we'll have plenty of social media um, marketing for this. We are going to have our first ever collab between our friend uh, Miles David from missing the point podcast and brothers on tennis. And Isaac is going to be representing brothers on tennis uh, with miles. And they are going to go through the results of, this Barcelona and Stuttgart tournaments on Instagram live. So I'm excited to watch that. I mean, Isaac, what what are you thinking? Well, you know, Miles has always been just a a major supporter of what we do here and vice versa. We are a major supporter of him and missing the point uh, podcast. So yeah, I'm absolutely looking forward to sharing the mic with, uh, with uh, Miles and, and chatting it up a bit. So it's, it, it, it'll be a fun and, and it won't be the last collaboration with us. So I'm, I'm very much looking forward to it. There's Val- Valencia saying, I love Miles. Yeah. We yeah, love Miles too. Yeah, that's so right. I'm, yeah. So I'm going to be excited to, to listen to that. So, uh, so just a programming note for you guys for, for next week. So, Isaac, let's talk about last weekend and let's start with the women again. Let's start and with the women, bro. Let's yes. let's let's get into that one real quick. <laughs> good lord. I mean, so, come on. So the first thing I want to start off with is this was remember, this was the tournament in Charleston for people that didn't have bus fare to get out of Charleston <laughs> from the week before. And and let's start with the doubles because the right? doubles winner was a, another you know, McChocolate team, <laughs> but, you know... <laughs> you better call it McChocolate. That's what I'm saying, brother. That's right. It, was, it wasn't McCoco, <laughs> but it was McKaylee. It was McKaylee, uh, that's right. <laughs> we, we, we had Haley Baptiste and uh, uh, Katie McNally take the doubles title. Right? Come on now. First of all, I didn't even know they were playing doubles together until, like, midweek, and now I was like, wait a minute. 
I was like, that's not, that's not Coco, because initially, and just, you know, and that's not me, <laughs> of course, thinking all folk look alike, because I know better, because I'm one of the folk. But I just right. happened to browse across the TV, and I was like, wait a minute, that's a sister girl playing with Katie, who that is, because it's not Coco, because I know she ain't playing this week. And then it made me right. kind of focus in a little bit, I was like, oh, snap, that's Haley Baptista. I said, all right. right, for McNally, you better stick with them sisters. That's what I'm talking <laughs> <Right>. about. <laughs> exactly. You better stick so, with the sisters. That's right. So what? So whatever her team, we just gonna call it Mc, Mc, McChocolate. McChocolate, you know. Exactly. <laughs> and and uh, yeah, listen, listen out for that one youngster. What was her name? Park. Uh, you know. Uh, oh, Alicia. Alicia yeah. Park. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shit. Hell, McNally might be. <laughs> My sky out next. We like Coco and, and Haley ain't ready. You 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 strapped up. You ready to go? Let's do she it. She be like Taylor. You got. She be like Taylor. You got a babysitter yet? <laughs> right. <laughs> Come you on know. now. Oh, so, man. so congratulations to them for, yes. for getting a, a doubles title. I mean, we we know that this was, I think. Uh, Katie's third, and definitely yep. Haley's first. Haley's first, man. That so that was awesome. That was yeah, awesome. Congratulations to them. So, yes. like you referenced Alicia Parks, let's go over to the singles mm-hmm. side of the draw where we had Anz Jabur as the top seed and a smattering of other players right. who we actually last week called, we thought Shelby Rogers was going to run away with this title, being the hometown, hometown girl. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very disappointed. Uh, with uh, how she went out. I mean, Kovinich was just like, ain't nobody scared of you. I don't care if we are in your hometown. You you know what? And, and take this bread with you while you're walking off the court. Get out of here, girl. Go on. Right, right. I mean, man, I, I actually thought Shelby was going to be, and because again, Shelby has not won a tournament, a title, and not down the WTA. So for me, I felt like this was just an opportune time for her to be able to check that box. And right. I, to me, she just, she just, like I said, she just went out with a whimper. I was very disappointed with that performance. Right, right. I agree with you. Um, and and let's also talk about, you know, you referenced Alicia Parks. Now, I had heard about Alicia Parks, but mm-hmm. I had never seen her play yet. And so when she got that first round win over Grace Men, yep. uh, I was like, okay, congratulations. And so I knew she had on Burr. And so... I sat down to watch the match. And I'm mm-hmm. telling you what, now she lost 6-4, 6-love, you know, yep. but yep. she was up a break. Wasn't she in the first set? I believe she was, yes. And she, look, I, I had never seen her play before. She looked good. I mean, she got she got heat and, and depth mm-hmm. on those ground strokes, and she got yep. spin, and she's got a big kick. Second serve. Second serve, yep. And, you and, saw that, huh? Mm-hmm. Right, and she had she has good hands at the net. I'm like, yep. Wait a minute, why isn't she winning more? I know, right? We need to figure we need to we need to do some research into uh, Alicia because she, she got game. I, I she, was extremely impressed with her, Bryce. I mean, even with that loss to Jabur, I saw the the match that she played against Grace Men. I was like, okay, where you been? And what I, I like her. I mean, I was just like, listen, little lady, I like your game. Now you gotta come on here. Right. Yeah, I mean, like like Brandon said, she was giving on the business the mm-hmm. first time. That first set. Exactly. And, and then she got her doors blown out. But, <laughs> you know, but that's okay because, you know, that was against the top seed. And, and, exactly. But I'm just telling you what, 
the future is so bright for American uh, women's tennis. Yes, it is. I mean, there's just there's just so many, you know, coming up. But um, but let's talk about you know. So so we get to the finals, Isaac, right? Yes, yes. And we and we got Arms Jabur against. Mm-hmm. Astra Sharma, who yep. you know we are aware of. Yep. yep. Um, but and 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 Jabur was doing what she needed to do, right? She came out and gave her a whole biscuit in the first set. Right. And and I actually went out to, you know, do something in the yard because I figured <laughs> that this was gonna be, you know, pretty much nice and quick. Mm-hmm. So as I turn it over to you, I do like Sharma. I, she seems to be like a, a really cool young lady and yes. and, and all of that. But Anj Jabur, as the top seed of a tournament, should not be losing in the finals to somebody ranked outside the top 100. It's, I mean, just that's 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 it right there, bro. I mean, I mean that is it right there. To me, this this was a, you know, to me, I feel like yeah, they were talking about oh, her arms started hurting and all this, that, and the other. All of that was, in my opinion, a, a result of just being straight up tight. She got tight. She got tight. She was. She just could not handle the moment. Again, you didn't gave somebody a whole biscuit the first set. Right. You're the top seed. You should be running away with this. And to and, me, you could visually see she started getting tight. And your arm hurting. Sharma mm-hmm. was basically had a cast on had her a cast leg. on her leg. Exactly. Right. I mean, she, yeah. I mean, how often do you find when a young lady is like, "Ooh, thanks for the, you know, the folk for taping me up and doing all this stuff." Because boy, I mean, she even knew she wasn't playing at a hundred percent. But who right. knows? I guess that's why she was able to play as free as she was because she was like, "I'm playing on house money. Ain't a reason I should be here anyway." And and. Hey, if she gonna get tight, well, hey, there you go. I'm gonna go ahead and take it. And she gave her a bread, Bryce, she, in the third bread. Well, and I think bread may be part of Jabur's problem because <laughs> if you notice, she, she there was she a ran point out there she was yeah. done. She yeah. was done. She yep. should, look. You're supposed to give out the bagels and the breadsticks, not That's right. Consume not them. consume them. That's so right. I lessons. Think, I think right. <laughs> So I think Jabur's got some fitness things she's got to work out, you know. But that as 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 happy as I am for Sharma because that was that was very big deal for her, and glad that I think she's moved up to like one twenty in the world or whatever, <laughs> you know. Exactly. Jabur missed a huge opportunity. Yeah, I'm shaking my head for her and for Shelby because I feel like both of them missed out on opportunities there. Uh, but like you said, you know, hand, you know, kudos to Sharma, um, Astra Sharma for getting her first title and getting it done. I mean, Aussie, Aussie player and just seemed like a very sweet young lady. I listened to the whole ceremony and mm-hmm. yeah, she just, I like her. I like her a lot. So we'll be keeping our good eye out on her. Absolutely. We'll give, we give her some shout outs because she deserves it. I mean, anytime you can lift up a title, mm-hmm. you deserve some shine. Right, right. And she played, uh, you know, U.S. collegiate tennis. That's right. Yep. So, yeah, she's uh, very cool. Very cool. So congratulations to Astra. And um, let's move over to Monte Carlo for the men. And and look, I just want (laughs) to call out from the start in case, because people don't always be paying attention to the doubles, right? Mm. Uh Uh-huh. There is a team right now. Hot. Metcalf and Povich. If you've not been paying attention, they have been clowning. Clowning, y'all. Clowning this year. 
This was like <laughs> what the third title this year or something. I, it might be more. Fourth, it, it may, it's third or fourth title. Either, yeah, because I thought they said they had been in like five finals already this year or some crazy like that. It's yeah. ridiculous. It's ridiculous. All I'm saying is look out for them in the Olympics. Yes, yes. They're going to do damage, y'all. You, you It's yeah. hard to vote against them not winning the gold based on how they are trending right now. That's Yes. Them boys are playing, yo. They're playing. I really like Bektic, and I know you really like Popovich. Right, um, right. Yeah, so just wanted to make sure we we shouted them out real quick before we got over to this madness in, right. in, in the uh, single side. And as well, shout out to to um, Dan Evans and Skupski. Oh, yes, yes. They, yeah, because yes. we like them. And they, yeah, Skupski plays some good, I mean, again, really good. Him and Dan getting to the final. They just ran into a train. I mean, you wasn't going to beat Popovich and Mech- Mechvich no, at all. No, so no. that wasn't going to happen. But the fact that they made it to the final and the W's that they got getting there very impressive all i know is if i am daniel evans mm. i'm keeping my good eye out for ken skupski with the whole <laughs> tanya harden thing you know you know like you ain't gonna steal my brother from me you ain't gonna steal my brother i don't care how well you're doing i will take you out right come I on now take you out <laughs> So anyway, but yeah, thanks for bringing that up. That you know, that's Daniel Evans had a great tournament. Um, My goodness, with the singles and the doubles. Yes. Now I had put a post out there on social media at the beginning of the week saying, "Does anybody like who do y'all think could potentially derail a Djokovic Nadal final?" <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you what nobody said. Daniel Evans. No. No, and nobody said Rublev. No, no. So, I mean, we were thinking that this was a guaranteed almost Djokovic uh, Nadal final. What happened? Man, do you have four hours? I mean, <laughs> bruh, I, 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 I was confused. I just, I, I don't even know how to unpack those losses. Well, here's what I will say. And I and I'm gonna put this out here just from my perspective. Okay. Daniel Evans beat Novak Djokovic. Yes. yes. Nadal beat Nadal. Now mm-hmm. I like I like Andre Rublev. I ain't gonna try and take nothing from him, but this was by far the worst match I've ever seen Nadal play on clay. When you see Nadal having issues with just getting his serve in, right? Come on, y'all. You, it, it, there was just some equilibrium things going on. I don't know if right. the air got too got too heavy, or maybe they, you know, smoking something and it got up in him. I listen. I don't know what it was, but Nadal was not Nadal on the day. And as much as I want to credit Rublev for that victory, and and again, he got the W, so he is mm-hmm. only one of very few players that can say I beat Nadal on clay. To me, that is one of those examples where. I'm sorry, Nadal was not Nadal on the day. That was just not, that wasn't Nadal. I was just sitting there watching this match like, what the hell is going on? I mean, just, it it, it was, like I said, Bryce, I could talk on this for hours. I just was confused that entire match. And then he started getting his game right in the second set. And I was like, okay, here we go. All right. Right. Maybe, maybe here he come. And then the third set, it was just sort of like it, it just kind of reverted back. It was like he lost his feel on his shots. It's like 
so many, and I guess because of the fact that he was, his game was so not working that he couldn't deploy just some of the simple things that I feel like Nadal could do in order to throw off Rublev. Like everybody know, and you saw this in the seats pass match. You bring the, you bring Rublev to the net. You right. pretty much got you a point. You pretty right. much got you. A, Cause that boy ain't got no volleys. The volley, no. if he get the volley in play, it's going, you're going to be able to hit a, a next, a next shot and hit a winner. Nadal couldn't even do that because he was so focused on what my whole game is not right. My forehand ain't right. My serve ain't right. Nothing is right. And I, I, it, I, it, it confused me, bro. I've never been that confused. <laughs> and, and, and the other thing that was crazy was Nadal had, like Sasha is saying, he had played so well to that point. He had only lost five games to the right. quarterfinals, you know? Right, right. I, it, it just, it is, I don't know. It was just, and I guess maybe Nadal caught whatever Dimitrov had in the previous <laughs> round. Because <laughs> Dimitrov was just like, I don't know how to play tennis right now. And I think that whatever that virus was, it got up on Nadal. <laughs> and as much as he tried to fight it, he just didn't have enough to fight it. I, I, yeah. Yeah, and Dimitrov was saying that he had a really bad toothache and he had Wait, to go right. to the uh, the dentist. But uh, man, but I'm gonna tell you what: somebody who took advantage in this tournament and played really well was your boy Rude. Yeah, how about Casper Rude getting out so, there? And he was like, "Listen, my clay court game is good, y'all. You better re- you better recognize." Right. So he took out Schwartzman. He took out Buster. You know, mm-hmm. he, I really thought he was going to lose to Fonini. Yeah, me too. But he, yeah, he was like, Fabian, I'm not scared of you. Shoot. Right. And Rublev looked at him like, <laughs> you're not ready for these ground strokes. No, 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 no. <laughs> you're not ready. Your, your daddy wouldn't be ready. Right. You're not ready. <laughs> Nobody from Norway is ready. No one. No, yeah. friend. No. Right. You are not about to get past me and get to a Master Series final. Not no. Right. <laughs> no. Exactly. Let's let's also put that up in there. Rublev is like, boy, please. You really think... <laughs> I'm I'm already the man as it comes to 500. You really think I'm gonna let you get me and not get to a thousand? No, 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 no. So at least for Rude, that was a good result for him because you know I will say I was I was disappointed from the jump because when it came out that uh, Medvedev had Dorona, Dorona, right? It you know I was disappointed because I was really wanting to see him on clay again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and to see how he was doing, we knew he was practicing with a doll and and all this kind of stuff. And right, but you know that wasn't to be. So um, it's yeah. crazy, man. Now I also was, um, you know, now now Cece Pops. So, so let's talk about him for a minute. Mm. You know, Cece Pops was somebody who, honestly, in my opinion was starting to slide a bit in that what we call that next gen group who we like who we expected to be like the next big three potentially. Right. Be- because to me he wasn't winning the big matches that I felt like he should win. Mm-hmm. And and this was a huge win for him. Yes. Oh yes. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how you felt, Bryce, but that backhand looked good. It looked really good this tournament. Well and he needed for it to look good exactly. because you know people were starting to really key in yeah yep on that yep i mean he 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 i don't know 
what he did in that little brief period of, you know, coming off of the hard courts to Clay. But he shored that up. And maybe that's just what Clay is. Clay allows you that time to really set up and not be, you know, so rushed, if you will. And uh, to me, he was hitting some really, really solid backhands. Still, I, I still think his slice is suspect. I don't think he slices a lot, but I, and I kind of put it in that suspect category, if I'm being honest with you. Um, right. But his, but he was hitting the backhand very nicely. And I think with CeCe Paz, he, I think like Dominique Team, I think he has a very heavy, you know, type of a of a spin that comes at you. Because mm-hmm. I was just kind of noticing that he was kind of pushing Rublev back a bit more than some of the others were. Rublev seemed like he was crushing on other folks, um, right. even Nadal at that point. But like I said, Nadal wasn't Nadal on the day. Nadal was crushing on himself. Yeah, exactly. Whereas Sissipas, it was like he couldn't handle his ball or what, or just, I don't know, it was something, the heaviness of shot was uh, was a little off-putting uh, to him in that final. But uh, yeah, man, Stefanos, he, he did his thing. He was like, listen, mama, you got your name on this trophy. We about to get this family thing going. Let's make it happen. And oh, by the way, both Nadal and Djokovic are gone. Please. I ain't going right. to let these folks get in our way. We got this, fam. <laughs> we got this. And you know, I'm a big fan of the whole concept of momentum, right? And, mm-hmm. and confidence and all that. So I really am very interested to see how this is going to propel CeCe Paz mm-hmm. in, the, in, in these future tournaments. Right. Um, and and all that. So let, let's do this, Isaac. Let's, yeah. Let's let's wrap this up real quick, and let's invite some people up to give yeah. their their thoughts on uh, these tournaments from last week, specifically Monte Carlo and 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 the craziness that was going on there. Exactly. So, let's do it. So once again, you've been listening to Brothers on Tennis on the Locker Room app, um, and if you do not have the Locker Room app, that's if you're listening to this as a podcast. You need to get it downloaded. It's at the Apple App Store. Android users, we're coming for you shortly. So um, thank you, as always, for listening. Uh, Remember, next week, Isaac will be collabing with Miles David uh, Sunday, 6 o'clock p.m. on Instagram Live. So with that, this has been your boy Bryce. And this is your boy Isaac. And we are Brothers on Tennis. Take care. So, who wants to come up and talk about this madness from last week? Come on up, y'all, please. <laughs> so much to unpack. It's so good. We didn't even get into some of the other juicy stuff. I mean, well, my goodness. Did well, uh, Davidovich Fokina, we need to talk about him. And, and and by the way, in case people didn't recognize when I put out the listing of who's on my varsity squad, who's on my JV squad, Davidovich Fokina was on my JV squad. Yep, yep. And now hopefully people may be seeing why I had him <laughs> on my JV squad. Um, I'm, I I was d- disappointed that he had to retire in the match against uh, CeCe Paz. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling y'all, people are talking about that, that Carlos Alcarez as like yeah. the, the new young Spaniard coming up. Davidovich Fokina's ahead of him. He's a little older, but he's the one I think that's going to really bust out for those Spaniards next.
I completely agree. I think it's going to be that combo for sure because Davidovich Fakina has got some game. He's he, got mad game. Yeah, yes. Yeah. He he played a great tournament. I mean, to get to the uh, – where did he get to? The uh, quarters? To yeah, the quarters, the quarters, yeah. Yep. And, and then he played a – uh, you know, a hell of a set against Paz, you know, mm-hmm. and, and that first set. And then unfortunately he was just like, no Moss, I can't, you know, I ain't got no more to give. Um, but, but very, very nice tournament for him. I mean, again, took out Berrettini. Uh, yeah. And Luca Pui. He's like, y'all get out the way. Right. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> and, and let's, and let's talk about, you know, uh, Go fine. I mean, he's having yes. a great season. It was his turn to show Zareth what time it was. <laughs> Everybody take their turn. Everybody take their turn. <laughs> show what time it is, you know. And uh, did you see by chance the little uh, when uh, Zverev beat uh, Sonega? Him going in the crowd, giving a little what did you little call ball him? clap. Or, or Sonega? Ain't that, ain't that his name? Sonego. Oh, Sonega. See, there you go. I, I was like, you, <laughs> what, what, what you calling him? <laughs> All right, Sonego, Sonega. We're that we about, boy. We about to have an NAACP over here talking about what y'all doing. What y'all doing up on this podcast? What? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sir, for the polite correction. Yes, Sonego. <laughs> Woo, boy, it got hot up in here. Crazy, boy, right? Come on now. But yeah, it was like he beat him. And then he go over to the crowd, like, give a little golf clap, being sarcastic, because, you know, ain't nobody cheering for him. I was uh, like, see, that's why you lost in the next round uh, to go phone. Because yeah. you're trying to be cute. You need yeah. to just be worried about getting the victories. Yeah, he's yeah, he's not, no. <laughs> he's not, no. No, no. But, yeah, you're right. Kudos to GoFan for a really, again, got to the quarters. Ain't nothing wrong with that. That's a great result for a Master Series event. To get to the quarters, that's that's good for GoFan. Now, I will tell you this. I did expect for him to beat Evans. I thought he was going to be too solid mm. from the and back. Yeah, I, I, I pretty much had Evans just simply because him, com- okay. him coming off of that joke. I feel like Dan Evans looked good coming off of that Djokovic victory. He played Djokovic to a T. I mean, he, he was just, he played some ball in that match, bro. He did, but I wondered if he was going to have a little bit of kind of like a down mm, after right. such a big win, you know, right. and, and Gofan was going to be right there to get it, right? Mm-hmm. That boy was but, inspired. But apparently not, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, he he needed to bring some of that inspiration against that match against CeCe Pass. Ooh, yes, sir, because CeCe Pass went to the breast, though. He said, hey, Daniel Evans, come get some bread. Gave him a whole biscuit and a breadstick. I was like, good Lord. Yeah, he told him, go ahead and focus on your doubles match. (laughs) Right? He was like, you did good. Probably. (laughs) His his doubles partner was like her, was like, focus on me. (laughs) Focus on me, right? Focus on me. Focus on me. That's right, man. So, um, yeah, man. That was a a really – Really, really good uh, uh, tournament because, like yes. I said, that that was a very unexpected result. But mm-hmm. now, the one person we have not talked about in the tournament is our guy, of course, um, uh, yeah, Karatsev. Who, I mean, he lost to the eventual champion. Yes, um, yes, he uh, did. Paz, there's no shame in that. But no. watching that match, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this again. Uh, I still get a feeling that Karatsev is a little tired. 
Mm-hmm. He's been playing a lot, and uh-huh. I see he's in the tournament again <laughs> this week. Right, and, exactly. And, uh, and I guess when you, I guess when, when when it's hot, you know, when the bakery is firing it up and it's hot, you got Listen. You, you got that sign outside that says, you know, hot donuts. You know, <laughs> they ready. They I ready. You you keep it going, but you know he, you know, I I just want him to be right for when the French Open rolls around and we Sasha wait a minute I thought I just brought Sasha up here um Sasha wanted there he is hey Sasha hey Sasha that I want to mention before you speak anything (laughs) is that we also heard this week that our other boy the goat our guy Roger Federer is not only playing Geneva but he is also playing the French Open uh, he heard us. He heard us. Isaac. He was like, "If there's a chance to get on that other side of the draw, mm-hmm. and Nadal and Djokovic are on the same side, exactly. You never Why know not? What might happen. You never Sasha, know." Sasha, what do you think? Yeah, no, I saw that. I think that's good that he's able to play the French. Uh, always pretty underrated clay player, considering how badly you know he was just con- constantly losing to Rafa back in the days. I feel like a lot of people forget. Uh, at times, he was probably the second best for a long time, and yeah, I, I don't know how ready he is though. He looked pretty decent at Dubai, uh, Doha, sorry, but mm-hmm. um, that was not bad for a first tournament back. In all honesty, I was I was pretty impressed for considering his age and everything. And I think, um, you know what, in 2019, I, I won't forget he did he did play pretty good. He went to the semis of the French, yep, but lost to Rafa. He beat stand there i mean you know he he, he knows how to play on clay and uh fed, feds feds too smart of a player but uh i remember he also played really well in madrid so i'm I'm excited to see him in geneva get that going hopefully there's a few fans there out in switzerland and uh that'll be good for him but the french is definitely want to see where he's at physically because that's the five setter right and uh it's right. gonna be interesting because i mean wimbledon's obviously a little bit less physical but whether he can really repeat matches consistently at a five set level is going to be vital to see, I'd say. Absolutely. I mean, all great points. Yeah. And I think like, you know, a lot of the announcers have been saying he's kind of using this, honestly, the, the end goal is Wimbledon. So it's kind of like he'll use the French, he'll use Geneva to kind of get those reps in, get his game feeling comfortable again, competing again. Um, I think all of it is just, gravy for him he just wants it to you know lead to a very successful Wimbledon campaign I think that's 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 yeah yeah right that's true I mean Wimbledon's gonna be tough no doubt but yeah I think I think that's a good point you bring up yeah that's a great so so Sasha what did you think about Monte Carlo last week uh to be honest I've been in a state of not I haven't watched too much tennis lately. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Been down with a severe ankle injury that that's put me out for a while. I'm still on crutches oh. and a boot, so um, I'm oh, pretty pissed sh- about. Yeah, I'm pretty, and that happened during playing tennis, so I'm pretty pissed about uh, tennis in general. So oh, <laughs> so so so, oh, so, Sasha. so let us know what, what happened on the court. I was just playing. Uh, I mean, I've been playing a lot lately, and. Um, yeah, it was kind of random because I was about to start a new job on Monday and this just happened on a Saturday and um, I just rolled it while I was going for a shot and yeah, it just it just really hurt really badly and it was bruised and swollen everywhere. It was um, like a grade three sprain. Um, right now, it's been two weeks and I'm still not able to walk on it, so I might 
get an x-ray because it's wow. been a while. Uh, oh, wow. And, and I've been playing tennis for a long time, right? For right. For years. And I've, I've played in college too. And I, I mean, I've never had an injury. And this is the first ever one. And to happen at what a time when I've not even, I'm not even playing tournaments or training competitively was just weird. Um, yeah. Uh, you know what, you, you know what, Sasha? Mm-hmm. You are coming into the world of the of the older, more mature, more distinguished gentlemen. These are the type of things that we do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is and, and, true. And, and, and I don't know. Maybe maybe it is that. Um, I mean, I'm not. Yeah, I, I did think about it. Maybe you know, my body is obviously not as strong, and I was trying to go a little bit all out because I played quite a few times that week. And I was like, you know what? I'm feeling better and better. Let me, let me, let me start to amp it up a little bit. And then this was maybe a little too much. I played for the fifth time that week, and oh, uh, I, I think wow. honestly, it wasn't just like an accident. In all honesty, you know, with the lack of strength and everything, it probably back in the days it would have held up. Um, it was like I actually jumped on the forehand, and then when I landed, boom, it twisted. Like I've jumped mm. many times on forehands, and it didn't, it never twisted, right? And this, I think, it was just. I'm slightly heavier now and everything mm-hmm. handle this. So I think it was a matter of that. And I'm pretty positive on that. Um, and I know that, you know, if I want to keep playing that much again, I shouldn't just take fitness that lightly. I should be a little. Mm-hmm. Bit <laughs> Let me tell you. About, <laughs> <laughs> about that. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, well, well, we really hope you get better soon. Yeah, we. That's definitely a bummer, man. Um, it is a bummer. To hear that. No, no, no worries. Yeah. But I did watch a few matches. I didn't watch the final though, but I, I got to see. You know, I really wanted to watch Rublev, Steph, but I was. You know, the Rafa one, as you guys mentioned. I mean, all your points are pretty accurate. Um, I think uh, what, I, I would have usually watched something like Rude come up, but I, I again, I was just not in so much of a mood to watch too much. But mm-hmm. I watched um, Dan Evans and, um, you know, Gofa, and, and that was probably the a big surprise considering, mm-hmm. you know, Gofa's pretty decent on clay. But, yeah, I mean, maybe Evans was just so hot that day and that tournament. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, just didn't bring it up against Steph. And Steph played great, honestly. Yep. Uh, I, 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 I think I wrote in the chat, like, I think that's his best surface honestly clay mm-hmm. it's just that you know he he kind of has run into i remember him losing to team one year losing to novak the last year and i mean he's even beaten rafa on clay so i i think it's his best surface in all honesty because he's such an athlete right he's such a beast he moves so well right. it's just that those three guys have been so good and then i mean he's lost to them at right. the and he, he hasn't played rafa at the french yet but I mean, obviously, that's a different beast. But, you know, in all honesty, it's it's just tough to say sometimes what people's best surfaces are, right? Just because a guy like Rafa puts you to shame almost. <laughs> right. Like, for team or someone, even like Federer throughout the years, in all honesty, I mean, yeah, maybe Grass is probably better. But I, I don't know. Clay is, is something he's so great at. It's just he was losing to Rafa all the time. And mm-hmm. so you talk about that, Isaac. You have mentioned that so many times. 
I, I think a lot of people do not get fed his due as it relates yeah. to being the number two clay court player of his generation. Because again, we we're seeing Rafa is number one. He has always right. been, he mm-hmm. is the king of clay, but who was always there battling in those French open finals. That was fed. And yeah. could nobody else get nothing on fed on clay and everybody, you know, I just feel like because of Rafa's dominance, I mean, clear dominance on clay that everybody just sort of wrote off Roger and be like, Oh, he's the grass guy. No, 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 yeah. no, no. Roger right. was everything. He played right. clay. He was number two on clay, but he was number one on them other surfaces. Do not get it twisted. Right. For sure. Right. Like even same thing with Novak. I think people just, I mean, he did beat Rafa more, but still like mm-hmm. so many finals Novak and Federer have played Rafa and masters 1000 French open. I think it's four for fed and five for Novak, but I mean, it's that's an insane amount to, I mean, go to that many finals, right? And right, it's, it's just unfair for them. I mean, they're really good clay court players, and I feel like that's either their second best or maybe best surface. At times, it's just that Rafa's just so damn good. But, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, 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 it's uh, yeah, I mean, Rafa, I think, come French Open time again, will be a little bit better, as I kind of saw, you know, against Dimitrov, like how well he played, but... Yeah, it was weird to see him against Rublev play that badly, though. It was a shocker. And, and I tell you what, Rafa will take a bad match in one of these warm-up tournaments mm. every time. Any day, exactly. Uh, and, 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 and remember, last year we had the experience when he lost that master Schwartzman. Yep. And, and people were like, oh, what does this mean for the French? And he came back and cleaned everybody's clock <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, at the French Open. And I really bet that it's going to be more of the same this year. Telling you, agree. Yeah, yeah. The the one player I will say on the woman's side, um, I I didn't really follow the tournament until Miles actually texted me. But um, Astra Sharma, I mean, that was. So I don't know. She's actually from Singapore originally. Uh, Oh, is she originally? Okay. Yeah. So I I kind of uh, I've known who she is, and she's my age. Um, And one of my good friends used to play with her growing up because both of their dads were really close. And and then she moved to Australia at a pretty young age. I think Mm. it was 11 or 12 she was, or maybe 13 or 14. And then she was just training there the whole time. And then, yeah, she's she's actually pretty good in doubles. But I'm surprised that the singles victory came through. Um, I mean, yeah, she's super dedicated from everything I've seen in the juniors. She worked hard. Uh, And then women's doubles, she's played Grand Slam tournaments and stuff. It's been impressive to see. Um, yeah, that's the only reason I kind of know about her just because she's been, she's played some Singapore juniors before, but yeah, it's amazing to see how far she's come because, you know, top hundred in any sport is, is an insane level, especially a tennis, right? It's an individual sport. It's right. It's, Absolutely. it's so different. Right. And, and, uh, just imagine being the top hundred in whatever you do professionally. I, I can't even, right. Yeah. <laughs> top hundred in what I do professionally for my career. And it's, you know, it's crazy to think that at times, like how good they have to be. Right. right. Well, thank you for that background on her because I I did not know she was originally from Singapore. I just I just saw that she was from Australia. Right. And um, and but yeah, she seemed like a very very uh, nice young lady, and I was mm-hmm. I was happy for. Her. Um, but I just you know, all things being equal, on um should have won the match. Yeah. Um, if she <laughs> you know, but but obviously it was it was meant for Sharma. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, it. No, that's that's weird. Yeah, I, I think owns usually which should win that. But right. Exactly. Maybe maybe Sharma is 
clicking through. Hopefully, that'll be great for her. But yeah, it's 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 kind of crazy. <laughs> All right. Well, Isaac, we actually need to bounce and get over to our IG Live. Our That's right. Show. So for all of you, so Sasha, thank you for coming up and chatting yeah, thanks, with us Sasha. for a bit. Sure, and good. for everyone else, if you're on Instagram, come over and join us over there in five minutes. We're, we're going to keep the party going. So um, check out Isaac and Miles next Sunday, 6 o'clock p.m. on IG Live. See you, everybody.